Hey family, how we doing? I've already checked with Jason, so I know that I'm going to set him up well. You're in for a real treat. We're going to tag team. So if you don't mind, I think one way that I love to, what I do well is I exhort, I encourage, and I prep you for the amazing future that God has for you. That's what I do well. Yeah? So I'm going to tell you some stories. I'm going to get excited about our faithful father. And then I'm going to invite you to experience the same because he's so good. So God is incredibly good and he loves us. Do we know that? Yeah? Who's, who's been going through some incredible times in this past, let's say, six months or this year? Who's having a really good time? Yeah? Who's having an okay time? And who's ready for God to do some amazing stuff? Yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah, I'll take that too. So I just want, I want to share some testimonies. I want, the first one I want to share is that God is incredibly faithful with your dreams. Now, not even the dreams that change the world, the dreams you're into. The, the things that are important to you. So when I was 18, I wanted to be a rock star. Yeah, I, uh, I had the spiky hair at that stage. I had the big baggy pants, which are coming back. I've, I have kept one set, um, just in case. I, I, I thought it would be more of a joke than an actual fashion, but uh, we'll see. And, and I pursued this thing. I wanted to be a rock star. We, we played shows with my brother Dan and the band, yeah. And uh, we played a lot of shows and I, and I pursued it, pursued it, pursued it because that's what I desired. You know, we would use the opportunity to preach and stuff like that. But pretty soon, because my identity was tied to it, it became this idol before me that it was like, I have to have this. Otherwise, you know, I'm, I'm not valuable. So anyway, the faithfulness of God was that he wants the best for me, right? So, you know, like as I began to have an idol before him, I began to lose that feeling of his peace and his, and his presence. This is a happy ending, by the way, just so you know. I'll set that up. So what happened was that um, I knew that, like, um, and I, I spoke to my dad. I said, hey, who's here, by the way? Happy Father's Day. Um, I said to my father, I said, hey, I'm, I'm, losing, I'm losing the presence of God. I, I, I can't feel it. And, um, you know, he's so wise and it's often so simple. He says, you know what to do. And it's like, what sort of wisdom is that? Like, I'm asking you what to do, not telling me that I know what to do. But he was right, and I knew that what I had to do was I had to reset who is God in my life. And so I, had, I used to drive up to Crackneck, and I used to love watching the shooting stars, and he was so faithful. He'd always have shooting stars for me. And I had my guitar that i just got for my 21st birthday. i just ordered a, my first recording studio. I was set up to do this rock star thing. And I said to God, hey, if I never play again, that's it. And I took the guitar and I put it in the back seat and I bawled my eyes out because I'd given up my dream. And I just bawled and bawled and bawled because I was like, God, I want you, not this thing. And his peace just came flooding back. Oh, man, and it was so worth it. And in that time, he said, I want you to fast music for one month. And then after that, you can play again. And, you know, like, I love that he knows what, it, what is needed in order to break habits, in order to break things that are on your life. And in that one month that I fasted, that thing that was that idle position, it was reset. And God was number one. So then after that, I, I, we, we played shows and stuff like that, but I didn't have that same thing of I need this, I need this, I need this. Because it was not a, like, I did, like, it was a need that was just wrongly put. So anyway, fast forward 10 years. And uh, I started jamming with some mates, and I start, we started playing. It's effortless and easy. 
we're just having fun. We're writing songs. And we're about to play this show uh, in Wollongong. And uh, all of a sudden, we get this call that's like, hey, like, we want to meet with you guys after the show. And we're like, we don't even know who this is. And, um, but sure, anyway, turns out that one of our songs was heard on the radio on Triple J. And a manager's assistant was driving on the way to the airport, rung their manager and said, you need to go see this band. They're playing close by. You need to go see them. So they turned up and they were like, this is amazing. And we'd done a music video and like we, we were set up. And our song got uh, uh, on rotation on Rage. So like, you know, like it was pretty amazing to wake up and, you know, you'd watch yourself on Rage. I used to watch a lot of other bands. That was pretty fun. So that was cool. And at the, at the end of all of that, we ended up getting these record contracts given to us and everything. And it was like, oh, my goodness. And God said to me, he goes, remember that dream you had? I did not forget it. And if you want this, you can have it. And you know the incredible thing about God is that the way he'd set me up and the way that um, I'd been doing life, I realized that, yes, I wanted this thing, but I didn't, like, I didn't desire it the same way. I didn't want what the world had to offer. And so he, he still said you could have it if you want it. But, you know, when I look back, he'd given me all the things that I really wanted. I wanted to see us on TV. That was fun. Felt like a rock star. We heard ourselves on the radio. That was fun. But I just wanted to talk about God is faithful with your dreams even when you screw it up, you know? And he still remembers it. So that's the first thing. And I'm getting somewhere with all this too. I just want to set up because it's cool to hear stories. Second thing is that um, I've had some run-ins with weather that are incredible. So the first time um, I went out to do a music video, I create videos just uh, in case anyone needs context. First time I went to do that, We'd set up this whole thing, like we're talking like, oh, I don't know, there was, um, there was a cast of about um, seven of us. There was um, like this huge day of shooting over four locations, a lot of money involved, and it was just going to be huge. And we were like, okay, we're ready to go. And then we're watching the forecast, rain, storms, rain, storms, rain, storms. It feels a bit like this year, you know. <laughs> and so I was like, man, what are we going to do? And it's just like we're plowing ahead, we're going for it. So we turn up to the first location and raining the whole way there. You know, we'd, we'd done makeup from 4 a.m. We were ready to go. We're just like, we're doing this thing. We got there, and I kid you not, from the time we started, the rain stopped, held off. We got to the lunch break. We, we drove to McDonald's and did the McDonald's runs and stuff like that, and it poured, absolutely belted down. We got back in the cars, got back to the location and stopped. We got right through to the last shot, and then it poured. Now, that's a faithful God, right? So I'm going, hey, th this is, that's cool. Like, you know, you could call it coincidence or you could say, okay, God, we've got this thing going on here. You know, like, you can control the weather. So then fast forward, fast forward a few, um, a few years and uh, I'd said to, um, I was playing first grade cricket and I said to my cricket team, I said, yeah, I'm available for that game. And then had that pit of the stomach feeling when you realize that you've double booked yourself. And not only did I double book myself, but I double booked myself on my sister's engagement party. So the game was to be played in Terrigal and the engagement party was in Toowoom Bay. And I'm like, man, God, okay, you're going to have to be really specific here. Okay, God, I need it to rain in Terrigal and I need it to be fine in Toowoom Bay. So I turn up to the game and it poured down and it's like, oh, the game's cancelled. I'm like, sweet. And I took off to Toowoom Bay and I got sunburnt in Toowoom Bay. God is good. So then I'm starting to see that like two, time, two times good, let's go for three. So 
just just the other year, um, just probably two years back, uh, we, we'd set we'd set in our hearts that we we're going to be shooting on this day. And I want to set all this up that um, like God not only knows us. But he also sets up the cues with the pieces that we get in our stomach. So oftentimes when we set a date for a, a project, we know that God set that up. And so we know that already he's gone before us. Okay? So that's the faith that we activate because he's a faithful father, but our part is faith. Okay? So coming into this day, we knew that um, it was going to be a big day of shooting. We had a, a, um, a makeup artist who does incredible prosthetic makeup. So we had someone in the chair for a couple of hours. A lot going on again. We had everything ready to go. And it's pouring. It's just pouring, and I'm just like, oh, this is good, God. Like, this is just how you roll. Like, this is, we do this, you know. You give us the perfect weather. So all my unsaved friends are there, and they're all going, we probably should can this, man. Like, just, you know, like, we'll do it another day. It'll be fine. I'm like, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it, you know. And they're all just going, nah, nah. And then, you know, you know when they keep coming up to you, like, it gets, like, more and more consistent that they come up to you. Like, what are you going to do? What, sh- what should we do, you know, like? can it now no 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 be fine so anyway as soon as the makeup artist finished and everyone was ready like we've got all the all the things expensive cameras and stuff like that still running outside i'm like right it's go time let's go and they're all like okay we step outside and it just like stops we get to the 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 um the spot where we're filming and it's just like beautiful cloud cover so it's just beautiful soft box everything looks nice film 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 unreal and, and as soon as i call last shot i kid you not started getting little spits of rain And they're all just going, no way. And so we get the last shot and then just, and they're just like, you're kidding. And like my friend goes to me, he goes, if you're making a case for God, you're making a very good one. Why? Because God goes before us. That's how he rolls. Okay, so God not only looks after our dreams, right? He also is faithful to help us with the weather when you double book and do all sorts of stuff because he's good. Now I just want to set up what God's been doing in the last little while. And that is a... I feel like God has a real desire to pursue us at the moment. And I'm not going to steal Jason's message, but I want to set it up. So recently, um, three Thursdays in a row, God did the incredible and really arrested my Thursdays, really. So I want to set up. So the first Thursday um, was a couple of months back. Actually, I'll jump back. 2018... God gave me a word that was that, Josh, you're going to have a um, high places experience. You're going to have a mountain experience. You're called to a mountain experience. Now, I really um, uh, value the words that God gives to me. I um, uh, make sure that um, I keep them before me at all times. And um, sometimes you have no idea. That was 2018. I had no idea, but I knew that God was faithful because he's our faithful father. So I, I knew that it was like, if you want to do this, God, you're going to do it. So I was finishing up on a Thursday and it was it was early and I was like oh this is great like you know work's finishing a bit early I'm gonna I'm gonna head home and I'll I'll play some computer games you know I rarely play computer games but okay I'll play some computer games I got in the car and got to the top of Erina Heights and got stuck in a two-hour traffic jam at the top of Erina Heights when does that ever happen on the central coast and I was like okay not a problem you know like I've got peace like that's fine um and then the next week, Thursday again, I'm like, similar situation. I was like, oh, finishing early. I'm going to go home, play some computer, computer games. It'll be great. Get in the car, get to the top of Arona Heights, and my van blows up. And I'm like, you're kidding. And so another hour and a half goes by. And I'm like, what is going on? And you know when you start to get a bit wary, like you're aware, like, oh, this is the second Thursday in a row, Arona Heights. Like, mm, okay. Not suspicious, but like aware. 
So then the third Thursday, I was like, you, you wake up a bit like conscious of like what, what can go wrong. And I want to, before that, I want to point this out too that like, not only did our, my van blow up, again, we just remain in peace because he's our faithful father. We paid for a new car and I kid you not, like um, God had already told Alice to put aside money. So we started putting aside money. So when the, the um, car blew up, we had money ready to go because she'd been faithful to listen and do. So all of a sudden, we paid for that um, uh, new vehicle, and it was like as if no money left our account. Like, it was so bizarre, but new jobs came in so quickly that all the money that was um, spent filled up again. Just God's faithfulness. He's incredibly faithful. And that was, again, because we would, um, we would partner with the word that we got for us, which said that, I see your finance like a well. The more you use it, the more will be there. Now, the key was use it. Like, we couldn't be stingy. So we'd been practicing that. So God is faithful, but again, we've got to listen. So third Thursday, I wake up, and I kid you not, I did this. I roll out of bed, like, so aware of the day. I roll out of bed, stood up, and got crazy vertigo, went, nope, and got straight back in bed. Ridiculous. Like, has anyone had vertigo? It's the most horrible thing ever. There is a really awesome video that helps you fix it. I didn't find that till later in the day, disappointingly, but vertigo. So at that stage, and then Alice comes in and she goes, hey, darling, this is Thursday. Just letting you know, third Thursday. I'm like, you know, you know in the Bible where, um, is it Elijah and Elisha, where, where it's just like he, he hears a voice and he goes, he goes, Master, did you call? Like, is it? And he goes, like, go back to bed. And then third time, it's just like, say yes. Like, I swear, I was just like, yes, God, whatever it is you're doing, yes. No more. You've got my, you've got my Thursdays. So then, so then I said, yes, God, okay, you've got Thursday. And this is this year. So I was like, okay, what do you want to do with Thursday? And I'm sort of like, I just need to get this right because I don't want any more cars and I don't want any more vertigo. And I don't, just, okay, what do you want? And the most beautiful thing happened, like, so I was driving in. I, I screwed up the next Thursday after that. I, I swear I just was practicing and I, I screwed it up. But as I was driving to work on that fourth Thursday, what he said to me was, um, I was just hearing this song, and this is what I want to invite you into today. And Lydia, you set this up so beautifully with your prophetic song that you heard before. He was saying, he's, like I was thinking, pondering on Jesus, who was a man. Jesus was a man. He stripped himself of his godly things and he was a man. And I was thinking about all that he did as a man. And I was like, how did, how did he do that as a man? And then Holy Spirit said, he only did that which he saw his father do in heaven. And he only spoke that which he heard his father say. And, and Holy Spirit said, there is an invitation for you, Josh, to see what the father is doing and to hear what he's doing so that you can carry it out on earth. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm excited about that. So then I began to do this Thursday thing. And I had jobs booked in with major clients on Thursdays. And I was just like, God, I don't, I don't even know how I'm going to shift that. Like, if you want my Thursdays, you're going to have to do something. And I kid you not, every client, one after the other, oh, we're so sorry, Josh, I've got this legal thing, I can't move. Can you move Thursday to a Tuesday, please? Yeah, not a problem. You know, next one, oh, we're so sorry, like, this guy is unwell. Can we move it to uh, early next week? Yeah, not a problem. And just every single Thursday got cleared. Every one of them. Because he wanted and arrested my Thursdays. And I said, yes, and the miraculous happened. 
Now, this invitation I'm going to... Um, uh, do you want to come up um, now, Jace, just as I, I enter into this? This um, invitation I want to give to you is one where he will begin to unpack the things that he has for you because it's so important that we see what God has for us because that is a promise that we stand on that gets us to the other side. Like, you can't grab something else and pretend that you've heard. Like, you've, you've got to hear it. So there is an invitation. So if you want to just close your eyes and picture Jesus. Holy Spirit, right now, I ask that you would just begin to speak the thing that you want to say to, these, to your children. God, you are a good father. And I'll release that invitation into the higher places that your kids would see what it is that you are doing and know what it is that you are saying that they may faithfully walk out the adventure that you have for them. Amen. And with that, I want to give it to my brother who is awesome. Put your hands together. He's going to take it from here. Awesome. I just, uh, I just was scared that I was just going to come up here and just start crying, <laughs> which would be embarrassing for me and awkward for you, so I'm glad that's not happening right now. <laughs> but his faithfulness can't necessarily be taught, but it just has to be experienced. Like, I, I grew up hearing about a good God that loved me. And, and I believed it to a point as well. But everything changed when I experienced it. And, um, and the very fact that our Father is faithful means that everything that comes from the Father falls through this filter called faithfulness. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It can't be separated from who He is. And so when he makes you a promise, that promise falls through this filter called faithfulness. Like Josh was talking about when, when he gave up his dream of being a musician. Faithfulness. And, um, and usually what I do when I'm up here, I ask the Holy Spirit what he wants to say. And he tells me what to say. And this time it was different. I asked him, what do you want me to say? And he wasn't giving me anything. And then eventually he said, boast on your faithful father. And, and so that's what I'm doing today. I'm boasting on my faithful father. And I, I remember when I was 14 years old, this is when that knowledge became my experience. Um, I didn't like going to church so much, um, but, but I got taken and I'm really grateful to my parents that they made me come because eventually something happened in me. And... And I was, uh, I'd woken up one morning, and it was interesting, I was just sharing my testimony last night with um, Matt, which was crazy. Um, and I'd woken up one morning, and I had pain in, in my calves, just here, randomly. I, I call it the only growth spurt I probably ever got, like if it was growing pains. <laughs> and, um, and so I had this, like, it felt like maybe what growing pains might have felt like. <laughs> And it was, it was interesting and, and random. And I'd gone to, to church this morning, and, and it was like a, a youth service separate from, like, the, the adult service that I was in. And, and um, 
the the person that was speaking got words of knowledge and I'd grown up in witnessing um, the glory and, and the power of God just because of the awesome opportunities that I was that my parents were given as, as um, when we were young we, we went to Argentina and, and we saw revival and that was amazing um, that expression of revival where we saw the glory of God and we went to Singapore and I saw the power of God where people I remember in in my living room during connect groups you'd, I'd be playing Lego in my room and I'd hear this ah! while people were being delivered of demons downstairs and and so it was no like um it was no like mystery to me that that God was real and that he was powerful and and all that kind of thing but in where I was at in my life he was distant from me um in my mind um and so I'd come to church, I'd had this pain there, I knew that God healed people, um, and then this lady started giving words of knowledge, um, and she then went through about three different things and symptoms, and then she said, now there's someone here and they've got pain uh, just on the side, right here in, in your calves, and I was like, this is, this is like how like, unexperienced I was with his love at, at that moment, I was like, could that be me? <laughs> and I was so, I, I so didn't believe that he was aware of me, that I was waiting for, for someone else to, to respond to it. And then when I realized no one else was responding and that it was me, I got embarrassed. And so I didn't want to get up. <laughs> but then I just knew that, that, that was, this was a moment right now that I had an opportunity. And so I, I stood up and, and I started walking to the front to get prayed for. And, and it never happened to me before that I was, that I remember anyway, not dramatically like this, but as I was walking, I just, all of a sudden, the, the pain melted out of my legs. And before I even got to the front, I was healed. And I was like, that was, I was blown away, but it wasn't blown away because he healed me, because I knew that he could do that. I was blown away that he knew me. <laughs> and, and I was just so touched by in that moment that I was just one person on a planet of billions and billions and billions of people. And the God who created the heavens and the earth wasn't just God, but he was my father and he knew who I was. And that, that changed something in my heart that day. This is why I was scared of crying, because it reminds me of his love and his faithfulness towards me. In that moment, I realized God knows who I am. And he knows who you are. Isn't that awesome? He created everything that there is, the whole world. And he knows your name. He knows every hair on your head. Some have more than others. <laughs> but he still knows the number. <laughs> and that day it just... Like I got awakened to him and to his love. And what I'd like to say about his, I've got a scripture that I wanted to share. Um, and I'm going to replace the words Lord and God a couple of times for the word Father, just so that we can bring it in a little bit more intimately. And it's okay to do that. It's in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse, I'm going to start from verse 8. And it says, but because the Father loved you, and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors. He brought you out with a strong hand and redeemed you. 
from the place of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and that would be in our context, from our adversary, the enemy, the devil. Now that the Father, your God, is God, the faithful Father, who keeps his gracious covenant, loyalty for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commands. And like, our, do you know that our, our spirits know so much more than, than you're, that, that, you, that you're aware of? Um, so much more. And I'm, in fact, I can't remember the, the, the exact scripture, but it's come into my memory now that, that, that the Holy Spirit who, who, is, who is in you knows all things. And if your spirit is intertwined with his spirit, that means in your spirit you actually know all things. It's just a matter of like learning how to extract that. And so my, my spirit, which is so much more aware than, than, than my, my understanding, um, teaches me about his faithfulness. And, and I, I discover that in, in worship when I, when I set my heart on worship so that um, the spirit of worship comes upon me. What I know, like I listen, that's when I start to pay attention to what starts to come out of my mouth and what starts to come out of my heart because that's when my soul gets taught. And the moments where I know that I'm, that I'm touching heaven the most is when what I hear coming out of me is, God, you're faithful. God, you're faithful. And I realize in that moment, wow, my spirit recognizes something that my soul hasn't yet even begun to comprehend, and that's the faithfulness of the Father. And, and you know that if, if God was to be as faithful, in, in, if our Father was to be as faithful in His covenant with me as what I have been in the covenant with Him, I wouldn't be standing here right now. What, what I'm trying to say is that His faithfulness far exceeds what you could ever imagine like his his goodness and he's he's so patient in his faithfulness he's so patient in 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 his in 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 his um in his kindness and his faithfulness towards us you know like the fact that he's our father it means that we've been made in his image and in his likeness that's what father like that's what qualifies him as our father and us as his children is like that's that's God's DNA is in you. That's like your spirit has been born of God. So he is your father. And you know, one of the greatest like one of the things that I enjoy the most about being a dad myself is like when I hold my children and I can see my wife and myself in my child. You know, that's so much fun. Even though they are their own unique person but they're also a combination of us. Like they, they, they are made up of who I am. And so you are made up of who he is. Isn't that awesome? You're made up of, of, of who he is. And, and so the father, knowing, like knowing that you are made up of who he is, and, but we're living outside of like the, 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 the realm where he originally formed you. Do you know that you're, you're made in heaven? You were made in the imagination of God. And so there is this like perfect version of you that exists in heaven 
but it exists in your soul, like in your body, in the form of your spirit. And 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 then there is the re- like the the part of you that is that is being re- renewed and transformed, and and lining up with that perfect version of who God created you to be. Does that make sense? And so the Father, isn't that cool? And so the Father is so patient in His faithfulness as you journey from glory unto glory as you as that that process takes place and and what he's doing is he's holding you and he's looking at you and he's waiting and then all of a sudden he's like there it is there's my eyes there's my eyes my eyes have been formed in him and I'm going to keep loving them and I'm going to keep waiting and I'm going to keep fathering them and I'm going to keep nurturing and I'm going to keep this connection and then oh there they are that's my nose (laughs) oh I know that look that's the look that I do, or that's the look, you know. And that's what it looks like to be faith, like fathered by a faithful father. And, and he is patient as he sees that work being completed on the inside of us. And so what's actually happening during worship, while I'm worshiping him, and all of a sudden out of my spirit, I, I hear God, you're faithful, is my spirit is recognizing the, what, like the work of the cross at play in my life. And I see how he's taking me from one place to another, from death into life. Like at one moment, I might have been selfish in this certain area. And then the Holy Spirit began to do a work in my heart because he's faithful. The Father corrects those who he loves. And the reason why he's correcting you is because he's bringing you into this perfect version of who you are. He's turning you and transforming you into the image of who he is. And, and then as that work comes to completion, my spirit rejoices as I look like him more and more, and I don't look like the world anymore, I look like him. And you know what that is? It's actually a work of his mercy and his grace and his goodness. And it looked like I had to work hard, but I didn't. I just had to yield, like what Josh was talking about. I just had to say yes, because like I just had to say yes, and he would patiently wait while I was unfaithful, and I was like, and, and I was like ignorant and I was disobedient and I wanted to do my own thing and I wanted to do this, that and what. And he would patiently wait, even though I'd said yes to him, even though I'd made this covenant commit to, can, like, commitment to him that if he ever wavered from that covenant commitment that he made to me for even but a moment, I wouldn't even be breathing right now. You know, like that's kind of like, that's, but, but he is faithful. <laughs> and then, I look back and I see the work that he's done in me. And I'm like, wow, you're forming me and transforming me into your image. And I just say, thank you so much, God, your faith. And and what happens is like, how do you respond to that kind of faithfulness? How do you respond to that kind of devotion and that love that comes from the Father that is completely sold out to you, completely invested in you, completely invested in you? And there's only one thing that we can say, and that's thank you. <laughs> that's thank you. And so this morning, like, as the Holy Spirit just said that he wanted to boast, like, just boast on him. I just want to boast on what he can do in you because he is faithful, because he is so in love and so invested in you. And, 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 the, and this, is the, the only, uh, this is the other thing that just blows my mind. It's, he's so faithful. That the reason why the journey even began 
is because of what, like, what that scripture says, that he was, he's faithful to a thousand generations. That means somewhere down my line, I know it was my, my parents especially, but even before them, somewhere down the line, there was someone in my family that said, in my ancestry line, that said yes to him. And his faithfulness carried that yes from that person and his kindness and his mercy and it, and it landed on my great-grandparents and then it landed on my grandparents and then it landed on my parents and then it landed on me and now it's going to land on my children and then on their children and their children. And our whole history, our whole generation, family generation is going to look like the father. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> That's amazing. And so I, I just want to like in, invite you into a place of awareness of his faithfulness and of his goodness and of his mercy and his kindness this morning. And, and, and just like, just, I just want to invite you in that place of awareness right now. That, that you wouldn't just know about his faithfulness and his goodness and his kindness, but it would become your story and your experience too. That the love that he has for you would be on full display and, and uh, like, impossible to miss.